the Open Source Creative Podcast, Episode 5, Status Report, the first. This is the Open Source Creative Podcast, a podcast where I ramble on about creativity, process, and open source software during my work commute. In this episode, there's quite a bit more news than I initially thought, but no big deal. I also get a bit meta, and I talk about the podcast itself and how I think I want to structure it. Let me know what you think, by the way, if it's a good idea or a bad idea, or you just want to hear me rant more. And then I get a I get a bit into projects that I'm currently working on, mostly as a means of kicking my own ass, and hopefully you can kick it too when it looks like I'm slacking off. As always, if there's something I say that strikes a chord, you can make a comment on it on the podcast section of my website, monsterjavaguns.com slash podcast, or you can track me down, I'm Jason Van Gumster, on your favorite social media site, just, you know, look for Monster Java Guns. And uh, you can tell me what you think. All right, done with that. Let's get on with the show. Oh, we're going to toast marshmallows, are we? Could be. Hi there, and welcome to the Open Source Creative Podcast. I'm Jason Van Gumster, your host and driver. So, let me get started here. Uh, first of all, I've been getting a lot of good feedback from uh, last week's episode of me and my, my ranting tirades. Uh, I know I got kind of on, 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 a, on a rant there, and actually... Strangely enough, apparently you people like to hear me rant and bitch about stuff. <laughs> and and don't worry, I, I have more things to rant and bitch about, I'm sure. That said, I, I, I'm, I'm wary of doing like a... a uh, it's been suggested I should do a, a weekly rant. And I'm, I'm a little wary of doing that because I, I, I don't like to think of myself as an as a overly negative person. So, so I, I want to make sure that I, I have it balanced out. I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be moments where I just break into a rant about something because that's part of my, my nature. But uh, you know, I want to keep I want to keep some of the, the podcast on, on, on an upbeat note. You know, I don't. Uh, <laughs> if I want a lot of negativity, I'll go to the general forums on BlenderArtist.org and and uh, and read those posts. Cause, but you know, actually, come come to think of it, I have to say it's gotten a lot better there in the last last handful of of months. Or weeks for uh, it's gotten a little bit better than the last handful of weeks. I, I'm tempted <laughs> to post like a, a blender artist negativity quotient somewhere as a as a you know a rating from one to ten where one is you know it's it's pleasant and we can hang out and, and do this stuff and ten is the entire board is on fire and I'd say over the last over the last few weeks it's it's been you know in in the uh, threes, fours, it's not been so bad. There have been a couple small little religious wars over, over programming languages and a couple other weird things, but, you know, it's, it's been nice. Oh, uh, just in case anybody wasn't aware, I'm a, I'm a moderator and admi- an administrator for BlenderArtist.org, which is a big user's forum for Blender users. So I, I have the pleasure of, of reading the 
the general forums, which tend to be kind of a, the, the, the more negative side of, of blenderartist.org. The forums for the rest of the site, the artwork forums and the support forums, are actually, are actually really pleasant places. And you should go and read them and have a look at them. But for some reason, those two top forums there, people people turn on their asshole switch, and I don't I don't know what that's all about. But eh, those things happen. But I, that's that's a, a weird digression for the beginning of, of the show. But let me let me go go forward here. Oh, the other thing I wanted to go. So I've I've noticed with the way the I mean I'm only five shows. This is the fifth episode, technically six shows in because of the zero. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to count zero. Let's start at one. One, two, three, four, five. So this is the fifth episode. And looking looking at it, there's there's a cool pattern going on. Or it's not a pattern yet because it's, I mean, hell, it's only the fifth episode. But I think I'm going to experiment with the, the show and try and take a, take, take a, 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 a regularized approach to the episodes. So, for example... The first episode, episode one, was was a very it was a very kind of a, a technical, techie kind of kind of episode, and then the the one after that's focused focused more on on the creative elements and, and those sort of things, and then the third episode is a more businessy sort of you know, well, that one got into to legal things with with copyright, but it's just more of a businessy mindset kind of thing. I like to think of that as like like a stuff a producer would think about sort of show uh, and then then of course the one two three yeah I'm losing count and then of course the, the last episode was was my my ranty episode so and then this episode I think I'm going to focus on on I'll say say more more personal stuff not, not personal like like I'm sitting in in the shower crying to myself personal but you know stuff that I'm working on hopefully you guys have, a, have an interest in, in hearing that and hearing me talk about it and, and those sort of things. We'll, we'll see how it goes. If again, if I record this and it, and it sucks, you'll never hear it. <laughs> All right, so that's. I think that's 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 how I'm going to organize the show. So yeah, this one's going to be the personal. So next week I would do something that's going to be more technically oriented. Now, granted, things pop up news-wise or or, or current events-wise in terms of of open source and creative software and those sort of things and and creativity and, and producing things you know there's 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 time related stuff that happens there so I mean that that's that's sort of a, I'm gonna treat that as a, as a rough guideline for what I want to do per episode and if it, if it sticks sweet if it doesn't then I'll do something else and and we'll do whatever structure falls into place then so stick around it's gonna be fun so yeah let me let me hop into some newsy related things off oh sorry now before i get into the news i'm just bouncing all over the place it's a weird morning for me before i get into the news i want to also thank uh light bwk on twitter he made the recommendation that i should talk about the invasion of of open source tools into more proprietary workflows and, and that sort of thing that's actually a, a really cool topic now i'm not going to spend this this episode on it but that I think one of the future episodes I'll definitely talk about that because it's really pretty interesting. So yeah, thank you for that suggestion and, and I'm definitely going to talk about that. Just maybe not this episode. Alright, so news things, news things, news things, news things. One of, this has actually been kind of a little bit of a light week for, for news when it comes to 
open source and creative stuff, but there's there's still stuff. There's still stuff. For instance, in the in the Sunday Blender developers meeting, it was proposed, and this was proposed a little bit before. It's actually been proposed on and off for a while now, but it was it's been rumored that this is going to be happening for for a little bit. But the the proposition was put on the table to make the cycles renderer the default renderer for the next release of Blender. That would be Blender. 2.73, the 2.72 release candidates out. So they're not talking about doing that for for the release that's going to come out in the next week or two. They're talking about the release that's going to come out in the next two months, so by the end of the year. And so the idea is to make the Cycles Renderer, which is a, you know, for those of you who don't do Blender or 3D stuff, it's a, it's a really nice ray trace 3D renderer, GPU accelerated, does all sorts of very cool things. And I will say that it is very very nearly feature complete in terms of what it can do as a renderer my worry however is that although the renderer is feature complete i i hesitate to say the same about its integration with blender proper and what, what i'm getting like there are i mean it's it's not very many things but there are a number of things and they're 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 kind of important for instance the fact that you can't use GLSL texturing in the 3D viewport when you're using when you've got the cycles renderer set up, you, you can't do that. So that means that if you're trying to do 3D painting in Blender, you can't do that with with cycles as the as the as an active renderer. You'd have to switch back to Blender internal, do your painting, and then switch back to cycles. It's not a horrible workflow. I mean, it's not the best workflow. I mean, it's it's not a bad workaround to bounce back and forth between the two. But if you're going to make cycles the default renderer workflow considerations like that need to be need to be taken in mind and i think before you can really consider integration it's not just about being feature complete here it's also about making sure that it's workflow complete if i if i can put it that way i don't know i, I use cycles a lot but but to make it the default without where, where it does hamper a number of, the number of things that you would do on a day-to-day -day basis in Blender, I, I just hope that they, they that this, that's that's that gets addressed before the the 273 release happens. So we'll keep our ear to the ground and see how that goes. I also want to make a a couple episodes ago I talked about the Apertus 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 I never I don't know how to pronounce it I got readers vocabulary, and but the Axiom Beta with the the crowdsource project for the the open source cinema camera, modular open source cinema camera. It's got some really cool specs. Well, they have a couple updates on that and they've uh, they've actually, their, their Kickstarter, not Kickstarter, their, their Indiegogo crowdsource and crowdfunding campaign has launched and they're making pretty good progress on it. Yeah, they've they've even partnered with, with people who've been doing, the Magic the Magic Lantern people who've been doing firmware for Canon for, for their stuff. So if you didn't look into the Axiom beta, Two episodes ago when I mentioned it go check it out now I'll put a link to it in the show notes it's really worth having a gander at and if you get a chance you know toss a little bit of your support their way I think it, it's it's a it's a fascinating fascinating project and, and worth a look other news other news oh well today is and this this sort of touches on a little bit what the, what the topic of the show is going to be but today is also the be the the Today's also the 1st of October, which means Inktober. Inktober is this thing that that, that has been going on, on on Twitter, I guess, for 
since 2011, I guess. The idea is basically one ink drawing a day for the month of October. And uh, it's similar to the 30 day, you know, it's, it's the, the, the ink drawing version of the 30 day modeling challenge I did in, in late August and most of September. So I'm gonna participate in that, posting that on Twitter. So if you're following me on Twitter, that's at uh, Monster Java Guns, if you're following me there, you'll see me posting those. And you should do it too. I mean, drawing is, is, is important. Being able to draw and, and practicing, that's a, a good idea. Other things, oh, there's a really interesting, I'm gonna call it a rigging tool. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm gonna call it an animation tool just yet. Matt Heimlich, who goes by M in a long string of numbers on blenderartist.org, he is developing a tool that he's currently called Animat. And it's a widgetless, so it's a way of setting up a widgetless rig for characters. And it's, it's, I'm really intrigued by it, but I'm, I'm very, I have a little bit of trepidation about it because I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how the animation workflow is gonna, gonna sit with it. My, mo my biggest concern is, is on tweaking poses on, on secondary and tertiary animation passes. And I could, and then you don't really know which control is being keyed unless you, unless you design the rig right. So I don't know. I it, have a look. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But have a look at his uh, his YouTube video where he demos it. It's very interesting and, and like there's there's some really cool promise there because it does. I I I like to animate on the model without like a side by channel box or or anything like that. I like to animate with my widgets on the model. Those rigs tend to be harder to set up though. And so you, you, you see fewer of them. But what what Matt's done, which is really cool, is you basically push and pull and tug and whatnot on the faces and vertices of the model itself. And it, it's a very organic kind of feel to it. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, I see a re, I see for posing it being a very, very cool way of working. But for the, the like for animating, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how it works out. So, but he, when he, as he finishes it, he's going to be putting it up on the Blender Market, which is, uh, again, for, for those of you who aren't aware, the Blender Market is a set up by the, the, the CG Cookie folks where Blender add-ons and additions and models and materials are sold by Blender users to Blender users, which is kind of nice. So yeah, that I'll have a, I'll put a link to that in the show notes and, and have a have a gander at that because it's at the very least it's interesting and I want to see how see how far we can push that. And then um, only other little bits of, of news is I, I put a question about email lists. Well, I put a question about email lists out to, to Facebook and, and Google Plus. And thank you everyone for for sort of participating in that that discussion because I really. Yeah, there was. I, I posted that question sort of in a general sense because I really don't know what makes a person subscribe to those. That's because I'm not really subscribed on any of them. So I, I don't know what what makes you. What make, and I was really genuinely curious about that. But I also know that as a as a I'll call myself an indie creative as, as a person who who's who's making shit that I eventually want to sell to somebody. <laughs> the 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 you know the recommend the the running recommendation is that an email list, sort of an announced list that you have for yourself is, is a very valuable thing to have. But I, I, since I don't subscribe to them because I'm kind like, I'm kind of allergic to being sold to, 
I know I'm I know enough to to ignore it when I hear it or see it, but you know, I'm not it's I'm not gonna go seek it out. You know, it's like it's it's like liver. I'm gonna associate email lists with liver. Liver I'll eat, and I don't mind you know I don't mind eating liver, especially with mashed potatoes and, and onions. It's it's really quite nice, but. I'm not going to seek it out. I'm not going to go find the best liver and onions restaurant. It's it's <laughs> it's it's just not something I'm going to do. It does that no, I'll eat it if it's there. But and if if somebody makes it and they they and they you know they cook it really well and cook it nice and then, you know I'll eat it and I'll enjoy it. But I'm not going to go seek it out. It's just not something that that. That I get really excited about. So the email lists are the same sort of way. I'm not, or not email lists, but but sales pitches are, are kind of the same way. I'll, I'll listen to a sales pitch. It's not like I'm going to break out in hives when I hear it. But I'm 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 not going to sign up to a list with the express purpose of what I, what I imagine signing up to such a list is doing is saying, "Hey, sell me shit." And I'm not I'm not inclined to let somebody know that that I want to buy their stuff because then, then I don't know then they'll try to sell it to me <laughs> it's, yeah it, it, looking at it objectively it doesn't make a whole lot of sense and I mean the, the the best sort of the biggest theme that I got from all of that is that when it comes to email lists I'm probably not in my own audience there so it's it's whatever is most convenient some people like following on Twitter and Facebook and other social media. Some people like email lists. Some people like getting regular uh, letters in the regular mail. <laughs> so, you know, it, and you want to provide options for everybody based on that. But So, so thank you for everyone for, for sort of humoring my questions on, on Facebook and Google Plus about that because I was really curious about it. And, I mean, the, the from a self-serving standpoint, I can, I'm trying to decide on some level whether or not I should even have some kind of list associated with the stuff I do and with this podcast and, and, and that sort of stuff. But I'm, I'm not sold yet. I'll, I'll, I mean, if you've got a thought or opinion on that, please post it in the comments or where, or send me an email or whatever podcast at monster monster Java guns.com. And, and let me know what you think about it because, because I don't know. I, I mean, I, I understand the, 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 the value it would have to me, but it's, it's, it's a, justifying actually doing it's a harder sell I, I even thought about the notion of, of setting up like instead of a, an announcement list where basically I'm broadcasting stuff to people and, and there's no interaction setting up an actual like discussion list where anybody can post emails and out but I, I that opens up a number of other doors and I'm I'm worried about doing that too so I don't know we'll uh I'm gonna think on that but if you have any thoughts on it please share them with me and the only, well, you know, I, I said at the beginning of this that this is a, a light news week, but maybe, maybe it's not so light. The other the other little bit is Blender Conference. I think I'm going. Yay. <laughs> I always like meeting, uh, going to the Blender Conference and hanging out with all the Blender nerds there. It's, uh, it's a gigantic bucket of fun and always end up learning something and always end up walking away hating somebody for being so damn good at what they do. The Blender Conference and SIGGRAPH. I, I walk away with what I like to refer to as a an inspired depression, where there's all this fantastic work that that people are showing that they've done, and uh, makes me want to do even more stuff. But at the same time, <laughs> he's like, 
Oh, they've already done all that stuff. But I'm going to be at Blender Conference. If you're going to be at Blender Conference, come come tap me on the shoulder and say hi. If you're not going to be at the Blender Conference, you, you should plan on going next year. Because it's, it's, it's worth it. It's fun. So there's that. And um, that's, that's as much news as I've... Uh, as I've got, I think I think I've got it pretty much covered. So the actual content for this episode is is what's Jason working on right now? Just uh, sort of. I mean, it is my podcast. I can talk about what I'm working on, right? And as long as it's kind of interesting to you. Of course, if I keep stuttering like this, it's not going to be interesting to anybody. So let me just keep talking. <laughs> yeah, I, I the yeah I want to talk a little bit sort of just keep there's there's multiple reasons for this but the biggest one is yeah i want to share share what i'm if i share with you what i'm working on that means i actually have to finish it if i don't tell anybody what i'm working on and i don't finish it then 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 there's no there's you know there's here's the best way for me to put this i'm telling you what i'm working on as a means of kicking my own ass and guaranteeing that i actually finish it so if I don't get any of this stuff done as, as I say that I'm going to get it done, I, have, I, I can now have tens of people, because that's, that's the size of my audience, tens of people. Uh, I can have tens of people come to me and tell me, hey, why aren't you working on what you're supposed to be working on? Get back to work. So that's why I'm saying this is, is I, I'm telling you what I'm working on so you can kick my ass and make sure I finish it, because well, hopefully you're, you're interested in things that I'm working on. And what are those things? Well, well, the biggest one right now is I have started work on the third edition of Blender for Dummies. The second edition of the book was released, oh, what was it, two, over two years ago, three years ago? I, if I had the book in front of me, I'd, I'd, I'd look up the copyright and tell you, but I'm driving and reading while driving is not safe, so I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to say, yeah, it's a, the second edition of the book is at least two years old. I mean, in the last two years, Blender's gotten oh, geez, so many features. Cycles was introduced. Motion tracking was introduced. A ton of new things that have you know, squeaked their way into Blender. And, and, and the interface has had some updates with the tabs on the side, uh, on the tool shelf, and updated painting. And yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that's happened in Blender in the, uh, since the second edition of Blender for Dummies came out. And I'm working on the third edition. So I'll be finishing, I'll be working on that one through the end of the year and finishing up, yeah, finish up, finishing up the writing right around Christmas or so, which means that sometime spring of 2015, it'll be in print, I think. I'll have to, I'll double check for sure and, and get back with you. And, but yeah, that's, that's one of the biggest things I'm working on right now. Is, and, and so actually I'm doing a lot of writing these days and it's not just Blender for Dummies, it's not just nonfiction stuff. I'm, I'm actually doing some, some fiction writing and, and looking into the, the self-publishing side of things, which goes into some of the questions I had in previous episodes. So not only am I doing Blender for Dummies third edition, but you may recall, for those of you who know me, for those of you who don't, you don't recall at all, and I'm going to tell you now <laughs> that and I, I've, I've mentioned this before in, in, in the uh, Daily Creative podcast. I think that's episode two. Uh, I talk about I was doing a lie of the day each and every day. I would make up a, a complete and boldface lie, and I would post it to my my old blog. And what I'm doing now is I, I did that for five years straight. So yeah, it was 1,809 lies. 
<laughs> and what I'm doing now, because I'm, I'm interested in self-publishing, I'm interested in, in that world, and as sort of a, a, partially because people have told me that they're, they're interested in actually having my, my lies, my lies compiled in book form, but also because I want to, I want to sort of low barrier to entry means of experimenting with the, the self-publishing thing on Kindle and Nook and Kobo and, and those sort of things. I'm, I'm taking those five years of lies and I'm breaking them up into individual books. I'm going to do one book for each year. So I'll have five little miniature books. I mean, the word count on them is probably 10 to 12,000 words per. So they're pretty short. But So I'll do a year of lies per book and I'll do them as ebooks and I'll release them that way. That way I can get familiar with the formatting and and the structure and, and those sort of things. And I'm, I'm also going to play with something a little bit interesting. I'm, I'm putting a... Uh, I'm putting an index in the book, but the index is going to be at the front because it's, the, the lies sort of are all over the place and they're not, and they, they're not necessarily easy to categorize. And so I'm going to, I'm going to do them in sequential and chronological order when I made them up, but it'd be nice to have some sort of organizational structure for it. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm creating an index of them. So you can basically go through and say, all right, I want to see every lie that Jason's made that involved pterodactyls. And surprisingly, there's there's more than one, <laughs> and and so that that's as I as I edit edit those lies, I go, I'm going through and creating an index of them, so that uh, you can easily navigate your way through the book. So that'll be another fun little experiment with that. So yeah, and what I'm going to do there is I'm the plan is for one one small book for one one book for each year that I lied. And I'm gonna release each book once a month, starting at the end of this month, October. Wow, it's October already. But yeah, so I'm going to, so it'll be October, November, December, January, February. Each month, I'm gonna release a year, a year of lies. Then in March, maybe I'll try and combine them into a single print version or something. I haven't, haven't thought that far ahead yet but that's that's the plan there right now my, my main focus is is on doing the editing and, and getting that index built so I'm working on that and the other thing that's I'm working on writing wise which a handful of you may know though I'm not sure if any of you are actually listening to the show <laughs> I'll find out but um, I've been working on a fiction story that I've I've been calling fulcrum and it's actually serialized, so it's a it's it's I'm writing it serialized and episodically, and that I plan on having that done by the end of the year as well, and so that'll be done. I'll have that done with be done. I'll be jeez, learn to speak, Jason. I'll be done writing that by the end of the year, and then I'll go through and I'll I'll go through the editing process on it such that sometime early summer maybe I'll look at releasing that one and since that one's a serialized piece I'm, I'm thinking about releasing it one episode a week and there'll be 12 episodes so it'll be kind of interesting the way that that shakes out there'll be 12 episodes each episode weighing in you know between uh, 7 and 15,000 words so somewhere in there 
is the the length of each each episode. It'll be twelve of those. So and then when that one finishes up, I'll, I'll release the full season as a as a as a box set or whatever. But that's yeah. Those are those are the writing projects that I'm on. Plus, there's also Inktober. Inktober. So I'll be doing the Inktober drawings throughout October, and I have a small animation project that I'm working on on my own. That's uh. That one's going to be a much, much slower progress thing, so that one's still pretty much in development, and I'll, I'll have to, if, if all the other things are coming together, that one's going to be the one that gets back burned the most, because to be, to be frank, I, I do a lot of 3D and animation stuff in my day-to-day job, so I can spend my, my free time, my personal work time, on on things that are, are, are other than that. That's it's a, it's, that's a, that's a unique shift from, from where I was where before I was sort of doing the animation in 3D all the time. Now I'm, I'm, I'm doing a couple different things at the same time, which is, which is it's suiting me pretty well. I'm enjoying, my, enjoying myself with that. And in, 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 in the continuing effort to kick my own ass, uh, <laughs> on my website, on monsterjavaguns.com, if, you're, if you care to take a look at it, on the sidebar on the right, specific to the writing projects at least, I have the little these little progress meters that I've added, little circular progress meters that show where I where I'm currently at on each of those projects in terms of percentage. And uh, so yeah, the the both the editing of as easily as I breathe, which is my my book of lies, because I lie as easily as I breathe. Ha-ha. And Blender for Dummies third edition and fulcrum each of those has their own little progress meter so have a look at those and when you see that they're not moving very much uh send me an email or a tweet and say get back to work i would appreciate that because um i want i want to publicize the, the the fact that i need to have my ass kicked to get things done and actually sort of sort of in that vein i've i've i mentioned this before on on one of the social media things, but I've I've modified my sleeping my sleeping schedule. It used to be that I'm I'm a I'm a late night kind of kind of guy. I tend to find that I, I I work really well in the 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 wee wee morning hours, and I usually traditionally the only times that I see the wee morning hours the one o'clock two o'clock three o'clock four o'clock in the morning times. Normally I have to go through midnight to get to them right i'm awake all night and then that that, that sweet spot is 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 when i do a lot of my work well that 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 had worked out for i mean that's that's been working for me for for years and years but there's this funny thing that happens when you have uh, a family (laughs) they they they, they tend to stay up later and later and you kind of want to hang out with them because you know you like your family at least I kind of want to hang out with them because I like my family. <laughs> you, you know, everybody has different feelings about their own family, but you know, I, I kind of like the people that I live with, and I want to spend time with them. Which means that as they stay up later and later, that cuts into the time that I was using for work. So what I've done is swapped over to going going to bed at ten o'clock at night and waking up at three, because I I I average five hours a night of sleep. And it's, I mean, it's not on purpose. I, if I, whenever I go to sleep, I wake up five hours later. It doesn't really matter when I fall asleep. If I'm going to sleep, I wake up five hours later. So 
I go to sleep at 10 and I, I wake up at 3. And then from 3 o'clock in the morning until, uh, you know, 6 or so, that's, that's when I get my personal work done. And then I go and I do the, the work that I get paid to do and, and do that. And then come home and, and do those things. But, so, yeah, I've shifted my, my, my work time from, from late night to early morning and therefore going to sleep at 10 or 11 and waking up at 3 or 4. And uh, it's, there's, there's something fantastic about doing your work while the rest of at least your side of the hemisphere is asleep. And I've been doing that for about, oh wow, I've been doing that for about a, a month and a half now. And it's, I gotta say, I'm really liking it. And that's when I get a lot of, uh, even even this podcast sometimes gets edited or, or at least I kind of brainstorm ideas for what I'm going to talk about during that time. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much what I have for for this week's episode. It's For those of you who are waiting for me to rant, it's a little bit rant-free. Rent, rent free, rent, rent free, rent, free rent. Sorry, yeah, this this one isn't isn't as ranty as before, but hopefully you still find it interesting and entertaining. And yeah, uh, if you if you happen to see me on IRC or Twitter or um, Facebook or, or any of those places, and and I happen to be doing something that isn't working on things, tell me to get back to work. Tell me. I mean, I want to. I want you to finish your whatever you're working on. Give me a good swift kick in the ass. And uh, yeah, I, I I actually will will genuinely appreciate that. And with any luck, these uh, all these projects that I have that I'm juggling about at the same time here, I, I'll finish them on on schedule. And then you can read them or watch them and. Let me know what you think about it. That's the plan, at least. We'll see how well that all shakes out. Yeah, that covers to me. I actually just uh, finished my drive, and it's time for me to get to work. So, until next week, folks. Talk to you later. Hello. Things liable to go off. Yeah, it could.